podcast. Um, my name is Sean. I'm Dara. And um, today we're going to finish up and continue talking about love languages. Um, um, if you're not familiar with love languages, probably go back and uh, look at the love languages, uh, other videos, um, maybe even take the quiz at the test that we have available for you. Um, uh, big ones, uh, all the five gifts, um, words of affirmation, uh, uh, physical touch. Um, you got acts of service and you have time. Um, today's episode is about gifts. Um, I'm not a huge gift person. Um, I am. Uh, however, I think everybody, uh, has a piece of gifts is one of their love languages. Mm -hmm. Um, so specifically talking about gifts, um, uh, I'm going to kick this off. Tell me about yeah. gifts, since okay. you're so uh, vast knowledge in this world. Why, thank you. So I think the first place to start maybe is why are gifts so important to some people, myself, and not really important to others? Myself. And so I have a theory, and we talked about this theory, and we've kind of proven it to be true, is that gifts often stem from our childhood experience. Right. If we associated joy with the experience... Or pain. So let's talk a little bit about that. So for me, there was always a lot of joy with gifts. Like my father went kind of above and beyond for Christmas and it, he would travel. So he'd come back and he would bring me like dolls from all the different places he traveled when I was young. Um, so to me, all my memories with gifts are joyful ones. It's not coming from a place of pain. Right. However, for some people, it's they grow up with this disappointment with gifts right. and this pain. So as they get older, they don't like the idea of maybe of receiving a gift or even giving a gift. So right. um, we were talking. So can you think of an example of like a pain? Now, I know we okay. grew up kind of similar in yeah, some ways with gifts. So I, I remember when I was young, um, there was a, a Christmas that was approaching mm -hmm. and I went snooping around the house, uh, located a Sega Genesis with Ooh. all these games. <laughs> And um, uh, lo and behold, I really probably shouldn't have been searching around. My pops found out I had. And um, he then instructed me that he was going to return all the video games and he's going to give me socks instead, uh, which um, I think if he actually did return it, mm -hmm. um, I probably would have not liked gifts uh, because it would have probably had a level of resentment to it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, other people I've heard that instead of giving gifts that they wanted, they instead got gifts that their parents thought they should have, uh, yeah. maybe educational tools mm -hmm. or business tools. Like, uh, you know, if you give a, if you give a gift to a kid, that's a gaming computer. Awesome. But if you give them like a fax machine <laughs> and a typewriter so that they can be better business people, yeah. it might make you apprehensive to gifts. Uh, gifts are not a big deal to you. Um, mm -hmm. So, so now, first step, I think, is where do you fall on that scale? Right. Like, know yourself before. If, if you're with somebody you love who gifts is their thing or if gifts is your thing or anywhere on that spectrum, try to figure out some of the childhood things. Like, do you have a good experience with gifts? Did you not? And think through that because that might help you either get better with receiving or giving gifts or if it comes from just a joyful place like myself, you can look back and say, ah, oh, that's why. I want to pass that on to my children someday. Or I want to continue that tradition of joy with gifts. Right. And I think that has a lot to do, like you were saying, is is 
it, it stems from your childhood. Now, mm-hmm. you know, with her pops, um, he, I would consider him like an absentee father, not in the essence of not being there, but there was a lot of times he wasn't there. And so, you know, you, you see that a lot in the world with like parents who are attorneys or business people and they're working all the time and the way they show their gift to their children, their, their love is with gifts. So they come home with gifts, you know, whether it was the dolls which is or Which is interesting too though, because a big one for my dad was time, but he just had a job or he traveled a lot so I feel like the time I did get I don't even consider him being absentee because he was so good when he was there I think I got the best of both worlds but when he traveled I think there's always a level of guilt of I'm missing out on something and so gifts was a way of saying hey I'm thinking about you you know I I you were on my mind when I was gone right so once again all positive like there's no negative for me with yeah but what I think you nailed it is your father's love language probably isn't gifts. It's touch, it's words of affirmation, it's time. But because that was the only way he can demonstrate that love to you is what that uh, that gift that he gave you. And then as she grows up, gifts is a big one for her because mm-hmm. that is a way that she's learned love. So, um, you know, with, with your pops, um, you know, or with other people, be understanding of how you treat your children. I, I think it's early in mm-hmm. the game of uh, growing up. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not talking, you know, 12, 13, 14. I think it happens probably from, you know, zero to six years old is where you kind of establish what is your love language. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm a big words of affirmation, um, mm-hmm. and a big touch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when, when I see my kids, I love giving them big hugs and kisses and telling them how much I love them because mm-hmm. that's a way for me to demonstrate and mostly because I'm, I'm there for them, you know, but if I was an absentee parent due to work or whatever, uh, which... It's kind of funny because I, I do tend to reward my kids a lot with gifts. Well, I mean, uh, let's be clear. Just for those who don't know, you only have your kids part-time. Right. We only see them every other weekend. So there is a level of that. So I think there's more intentionality to spend time and to touch and to shower them maybe with experiences or gifts right. because it's, you know, the time isn't all the time. I think the challenging thing is when you're with somebody all the time to be very aware of what their love language is. And it's easier when it's, it's exactly. like, you know. Yeah, we, you, you need to talk to your partner, you know. So, you know, luckily for us, we uh, we are aware of the love languages. Mm-hmm. So early in the stages, we could talk about which which love language is our, you know, our primary or our dominant, mm-hmm. um, our secondary or third, you know. And so we discussed that early on. And, and that's, that's the important thing when it comes to talking with your partner is uh, I know you – you have uh, words of affirmation. How right. can I demonstrate to that to you to fill your love tank? Um, you know, when it comes to gifts, it, it, it's not one of my love languages. So it is a learning curve for me because I don't want to do something stupid. Like if I go out and I go buy, you know, uh, a, a vest for you that's purple. Hmm. Okay. She, that's How not her exciting. favorite color. <laughs> and she doesn't like vests. So me coming home with that it shows that I didn't put thought into it. And that's, right. that's the key to gifts is it's not necessarily spending money, which spending Spending money on gifts is an important piece of it, but it's really most importantly thought. You know, if she's if she's a big fan of a certain you know brand or a certain thing, but I go get like the alternate. Like, let's say you're a Nike girl, and I go get you an uh, Adidas, um, and that's not your thing. Granted, no, neither one of those are hers, by the way. Um, but it shows the thought <laughs> is that I didn't think about what she actually likes compared to just going and buying the most expensive. Adidas outfit in the world really has no value because she would have been a Nike girl. Right. Um, So also on that track of like sorting this out, depending on where you fall, 
I believe there's a big difference between gifts and presents to kind of echo what you're saying. Um, So I'm finishing up a book on joy. And this is one of the chapters that I believe is really important to have joy is to give. Um, But I believe there's also a huge gift difference between giving a gift and a present. So what do I mean by that? A present is what you see a lot of times at Christmas. People frantically last minute going out and buying a gift card or just something quick because they forgot somebody or there's tons of presents under the tree and kids are really excited but then they get sold in a garage sale the next spring. There's not like a lot of intentionality. It's more just to kind of fulfill that like, okay, it's a holiday or it's Valentine's Day. I got to go buy something. Versus a gift always is intentional. It's always thoughtful. Um, so we do this thing where when we do gifts versus a present, we're doing good on it, I think. Okay, that face makes me question it all. Um, is is kind of doing a theme or making it fun, whether it's an experience or so, for instance, um, for Christmas, um, I did for Sean uh, a whole theme around five senses. So each gift he opened for Christmas was a sense um, so like I did a smoker, yep. I got a really cool, which smell. he's, she got me a smell. It's amazing. Oh my gosh. He's like, now we live in Texas, but we don't even go out for barbecue cause he's so go- good. Like the, everything he makes, I the brisket. Oh my gosh. So that was like one of the five gifts. So right. it was like themed. And I know that like sounds super like girly, but it's really putting thought into it instead of just going out and buying him a bunch of electronics or something. It's like, how can I do something where he knows I put a lot of thought behind each one? I agree. And so on Valentine's, I did a theme. He copied a little. I I stole a theme. And hers was, uh, was the four elements. So it was water and, uh, you know, earth and fire. And so each one of them, I think I got, uh, uh, Except, okay, the tree. Can we just talk about this tree? Okay, well, that was, oh uh, my that was the earth part. First of it, all, it, I kill everything. So <laughs> this is maybe like know your partner, but it was cute, the idea behind the tree. Yeah, the bonsai like tree was not a good idea. All right, that's yeah. all I'm saying. The tree, uh, yeah, the trees, it, trees mm, never mm, last. Yeah, uh, we just buy fake plants. That, yes. Those, those last. Yes. You just got to dust them. Yes, but water. it was the element, so yeah. I get it. Like, uh, it was a stretch. <laughs> yes. Um, now, when it comes to buying a gift, okay, be careful that it's not something that you're going to hold over their head. Um, yeah. So, you know, when you, when you buy it, you're buying it from the heart. Right. Okay? It's not out of, you know, a compulsion or obligation. Mm-hmm. You know, you're putting a thought into it. But you can't come back later going, like, well, remember, I got you that bonsai tree. <laughs> you know, that's, that's never a good one. So make sure that when you when you do it, you you never hold it over their head. Right. Um, as far as, you know, spending money, you know, some things cost money. You know, do it within the realm of what you can afford. But make sure you're planning for spending money for a gift. Um, you know, and, and I think it's vitally important. It's when it comes to <clears throat> anniversaries and birthdays and Christmas, um, you know, those are expected days for gifts. I mean, I, I think every girl in the world is going to be like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. I can't wait to, you know, <laughs> do nothing and get nothing. I think the expectation is simple. It's uh, yeah. you, you expect uh, a gift. Now, here's where it gets cool is when you're doing gifts, um, sentimental or money related, mm-hmm. is outside of Randomly. Those, those are the ones that really make you feel special. Right. She does it all the time. She, she, she'll come home and she'll have some new shirts. And I'm like, ah. Oh, that's great. Okay, total disclaimer before you be like, oh, wow. Because we should get into it that it's not always about materialistic things with gifts. Right. But for me, I like have this weird, um, I'd say it's it's a talent of finding crazy sales. So I, well, I'm always thinking about you, but I'll find like these sales. So it's not even always about the price tag. 
But I'll come home and be like, guess what? You just inherited a new wardrobe. Wait, are you telling me that... <laughs> no, I could get like great deals. This was deals. just because you are at a cool place and found a good deal. It had nothing to do with the but special... But it's still a stuff. gift though. But see, there we're talking. Do I think it's sentimental? No. I'm like, man, he could really use some new jeans. <laughs> but I get really good deals. But I think the intentionality also is that a gift is when you're thinking about a person and you're you you you're in a store or something and maybe it's not oh I gotta save this there's a big event coming up it's just like no I want to bless this person I love them and I found this great deal and so I'm gonna just put it on the bed so when you get home it's like surprise yeah. anytime I see a shirt but I sitting love on the gifts. bed like gifts it's, to it's me is a good thing one or it's a new gift yeah uh, it's very fun. rarely is it my clothes that I didn't put up so it's uh that's good news yeah um when it comes to uh a person who has a gift as a primary or dominant love language right it doesn't necessarily mean that they're you're materialistic. Material. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't. It could. It could. It absolutely. I mean, could. I've seen the flip side where I've seen a guy in a Louis Vuitton store and he's like, I got to get my wife something. And she says, I have to shop here. And it's like, you can tell that dynamic. Right. It can be, but it doesn't. I mean, you can just, like I said, you can just love giving and receiving gifts because of, of happy memories that you had of it. And right. so it's, it's coming from a somewhat innocent or pure place. Right. Um, one thing I read too, which I thought was interesting is that, um, accepting gifts with gratitude. Cause some people like have a really bad attitude because they, there's either shame or guilt or whatever with gifts is it's actually a sign of having a healthy and humble spirit. Right. So, you know, it, it doesn't have to be materialistic. I think giving at its core is, is a sacrifice and a beautiful thing if done correctly. Well, I think you brought it up when we were talking about this is like the three wise men. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, three wise men, you guys might've heard of these guys. They're pretty smart, apparently. That's why they're called wise. So they come rolling in. and Oh, wow. This is going to be the greatest retelling. Okay. <laughs> so they, they roll in with what? Friend. Frankincense, myrrh, and gold. Correct. Right? Everybody wants gold. So kumbaya. Um, but I, I'm making the joke of myrrh. Like, what is myrrh? You know, like, who gives frankincense? And I then, have an answer. Yeah, excellent. Okay. So first of all, you might be thinking, well, they're kings. So, of course, their gifts are going to be lavish and and amazing and, and financially expensive. But there was actually symbolism behind each of those three gifts and they traveled for years to reach Jesus. And so there was sacrifice. And the first thing they did, it says, is they worshiped him. So there's a level of adoration and sacrifice and the time they spent to give these gifts. It wasn't just showing up next door and being like, oh, I had this in my back pocket. Here's, here's some, some myrrh. Here's some myrrh. <laughs> so the gold was a sim symbol of kingship. So honoring him as king, as they were kings, but recognizing he was the ultimate king. And then frankincense, which I didn't understand, but it, it's a sign of a priestly role with frankincense. And so I'm once again, kind of that respect or adoration level of your king. And we understand the role you're going to be playing. And then myrrh is an anointed oil. Okay. So it's something that was used, um, burial with bodies or to anoint. So oh, all like of those have, yeah, all of those have like great symbolism in what they presented. So that idea of being thoughtful, the value, the intention, that was all presented in those gifts. So I think it's a cool example of... If I were to get you myrrh, mm -hmm. would you be happy? No. <laughs> Note to self. I'm not going to get her myrrh. But if you guys have any uh, access to frankincense, <laughs> send me a link so I can make sure I get that on my Amazon wish list. Okay, so a couple more things on that point too. So just in case, throw some scriptures at you um, that are important with giving. So if this is not a strong... Um, uh, a strength for you. It's some, some reminders of that God, we've all 
probably you've heard this possibly if you've grown up in church that God loves a cheerful giver in second Corinthians. Um, and there is, I think uh, there's so much, it's like almost like, um, like I'm on a treasure hunt when I give a gift. Yeah. It's like finding the, the right thing or coming up with a theme or We've buying the right We've walked into many card. stores like, trying to find something for one of her friends she cares yeah, about. And, and we like walk a, out empty handed. It's a challenge. Yeah, and then we're off to the next place because she's like, none of those none of those were right. I'm uh, looking it's, for it's, it. But it's such, there's, so, there's so much joy for me. So yes. the cheerful giving is, is a part of it. Um, and it gets easier over time. You know, it's, it's, it's something where you make it a practice it, be, it can become joyful. Um, better to give than receive in Acts. So um, the Bible says, you know, that that same concept of creating joy um, with giving. And I think you nailed on something when we were talking was, so she loves to receive and give, but she really loves to give. Okay. I do. Yeah. On my side, I don't like to receive gifts. Good point. Uh, you know, it's it, when it comes to, um, I, I love to give gifts. Mm -hmm. I think giving gifts is great. Um, and I understand when people give me something. Um, I, you had said something about me making sure that I appreciate it um, so that it shows that I'm, I have my gratitude towards it. Mm -hmm. um, but like certain things with me, like I, I prefer gifts that um, are used by many people. You know, yeah. uh, one of the things she had asked, she's like, what should I get you? I go, why don't you just go find somebody that looks really homeless in need and give them that gift, give them money and take a picture. And that makes me happy. So let's just pause there for a second. How sweet is he? Like that is truly his heart is just all the time blessing other people. But for someone who loves to give a gift, if you find yourself in this position, as amazing as that is and how I would love to bless somebody working a late night shift at IHOP or a homeless person, presenting that to him for me feels awkward because yeah. it's like, guess what I did on your behalf? Right. Which, you know, you see on Facebook, like people will be like, just donate money to this cause on my birthday. But if you love giving the gift, maybe it's selfish. I don't know. I guess I never thought about it. I want to present him with an experience or something physical right. to honor him. She knows not to give and that's gift hard. cards. Like, yeah, I, I no hate, gift cards. I hate gift cards. Okay, I'm cool with like electronics. And I think this is something we were talking about is like gift cards to a restaurant for me is like when so I go in there. So uncomfortable. Yeah. And I, I'm, in, I'm, I'm borderline embarrassed to hand over a gift card. Which Even, I don't get. To me, it's the same as cash. But. Yeah. And maybe it's because I worked in the industry for so long and I saw people, you know, they'd come in and get a, you know, $105 worth of food, give me a gift card for 100 bucks, and then they tip me on $5 and they'll give me like a dollar. Like, yeah, hey, here's 20% of the $5. That's and, terrible. And so maybe that's the association I have with it. But, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm much more, give me the experience, you know, give me something like uh, that we can do with the kids or do together. Mm -hmm. uh, those are gifts I love. Now, she has gotten me gifts that mm -hmm. I really enjoyed. Uh, one was the watch. She gave me a, she gave me this eye watch. But they're um, okay. And let's, we can talk through gifts too, just to give some real life examples. But how much guilt was also, there was such yeah. a level of like, I love this, but I don't deserve this. Yeah. I, so I, maybe I, if you struggle with that, you can talk to that. Yeah, I, that, I that probably has to do with my, my, my upbringing. Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I, I think with, you know, my dad, for instance, my dad would always, you know, go over the top with Christmas, you know, and, and we'd wake up Christmas morning and that the living room was full of gifts. And, Mine too. Um, and, <laughs> uh, but then on the flip side, I would see him, you know, a month later, two months later, Mm -hmm. really struggling financially and I, I'm looking at this you know TV or something or video game system that he got from my brother and I and I'm like 
oh man, you know, this, this could have, this could have made my dad less stressed. And so maybe it's that association I have with gifts that, yeah. um, I realize gifts cost money and then, uh, I don't want people to sacrifice that much. And I, it, yeah. maybe I really dive deep into the sacrificial part of what they do mm-hmm. for that gift. And it makes me feel guilty in mm-hmm. some ways. Um, so needless to say, her love language gifts is up there. Mm-hmm. Mine's really low on that list. Yeah, it's true. Um, but as far as, you know... Uh, <clears throat> so do you want me to talk about one of my favorite gifts okay, that so you've got me? What is a gift I... Did you even remember <laughs> I any do. of the gifts? Okay, here's the thing is he we does, talked a, about it earlier. He does she a lot of experiences and then COVID happened, so I'm sitting on like a lot of certificates and experiences. She has a pile like of concert tickets, all these things we haven't done or have gotten postponed. So, no, but the when we were first dating, um, I like this is bizarre but my childhood crush and to this day my greatest crush is Jim Carrey and that makes sense I fell for somebody Jim so Carrey. funny I know all the like girls are like Ace into Ventura, pet detective. boy bands and stuff and I have like from eBay because it's impossible to find <laughs> pictures of Jim Carrey all over my room I like I think he's gorgeous and funny and I love Jim Carrey and so when we were first dating I didn't even know this he presented me with this um, artwork and it was called Valentine right. and it was um, all these flowers and I, and I saw and it was like a really pretty artwork and he had it frames and I'm like oh this is so pretty and he's like yes but do you know who painted this and I had no clue that Jim Carrey, being this ultimate fangirl, actually paints. Yeah, he's a painter. And, and, so, and yes, yeah. so it was, he like did all this thought behind this gift. Not only is it called Valentine and we're right. just newly dating, but it's like, this is by your big, biggest it, crush. Yeah. 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 It's it just hanging up. I, I love that gift. Brownie points. Yeah. Right. Like to research all that and come up with that super creative, super sentimental to me. Um, okay, so yeah, so, that's one of my favorites. So one of the questions that uh, maybe you can answer is, um, so obviously we understand the difference between a gift and presents, and we, we understand that the, there's, there's thought that it goes behind a gift. Question is, can a gift uh, to you be actually knowledge? Not a physical thing, mm-hmm. but knowledge. Okay, yes and no. Oh. Here we go. Okay. Don't give your kids knowledge on Christmas morning. They will hate you. (laughs) Good morning. Merry Christmas. Unwrap this. And I think it could be like a cheap way out for some people. Like, I didn't get you anything, but here's some free advice. Like, don't do that for a wedding. You go to somebody's wedding. It's like, I'm not going to get you anything, but here's some like Here's some stocks to invest in or something. Yeah. I'm not going to get you the stocks. I'm just going to tell you which ones. Yeah, so. Okay. No, but I do think that giving in general can be giving of your time, giving of your wisdom, giving of something physical. So giving could also include knowledge, but we're talking about giving someone's love language if it's receiving a gift. So we're your talking love about be full something of words. It needs to be full of Well, then that would be words of affirmation. Ah, okay. So I think when I we're think talking about this right. particular concept with love languages, no, I wouldn't include knowledge, but is that a form of giving somebody something useful? Yes. Right. But if your thing is gifts, you don't want knowledge. I mean, a fortune cookie is not going to be like, "Wow, you're the best." <laughs> but it has a lottery <laughs> tickets on the back. If you get that, now that is a gift. But see, it doesn't have to be materialist. I already know what I'd buy with it. But that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> and there'd be a whole theme. So do you think that, um, so if I were to get you a gift, do you think that could affect other people around you? Like, for instance, let's say I got you, um, I got you a gift and your mother thought that was such a wonderful gift. You might not appreciate it. 
but your mom goes, oh, that was a real thoughtful gift. Um, do you think that is, would be in the, still in the same category of uh, a, the love language of gift? Because I got you a gift, but no. other people, no? No. And the reason why is because I think this goes back to this adoration for the person and a gift needs to be specific for the person that you're loving on. And so like same thing, if I were to give you a gift card to a restaurant and be like, well, we get to go together and you know, it's your favorite place and you can get a steak, but there's a level of shame for you presenting that gift card. Then I'm not doing it with you in mind. Even if everybody else thinks it's great, you got to know the recipient of who you're giving the gift to. I believe otherwise who cares if everybody else thinks it's wonderful? If so it's a not, a picture of your mother uh, <laughs> is not a gift that you're going to appreciate. You just remember that Nancy that I was thinking about you. There you go. There's the spirit. <laughs> One viewer down. Um, <laughs> so there's a story that I love in the Bible around yeah. the gift um, concept. And it's a story in Luke about the woman who pours out the expensive bottle of perfume on Jesus' feet. Right. Okay, you see in that the first thing that the uh, Pharisees, the people who want to complain, comment on is... There's always people complaining. Always people complaining. But the idea is that like, oh, that bottle of perfume could have gone to feed the poor. Or, you know, do you know where that bottle came from? What did she have to do to get that perfume? And now she just recklessly broke it on Jesus's feet and worshiped him. And, but Jesus saw the value and the adoration and what she was doing in that moment and sacrifice and the intentionality of saying, this is the best thing I have. And I think that's giving at its finest is when it does cost a little and it doesn't have to be financially with that. That was an expensive bottle of perfume, but it's the idea of this is something that I'm giving you and there's a piece of me in it almost. Okay. And I think that, um, blood, sweat and tears. <laughs> and I, I just love that story. But I think if this is something that's difficult for somebody listening then it's like, where do you begin? I guess that would be a question I would have is where do you begin if this is something that's just so not natural or you have so much pain from your past associated with gifts and it's like giving a gift to someone is like you resent it. If you're being honest, you resent it. You don't want to do it. It feels like an obligation. Yeah. Well, how do you begin to rethink giving a gift or receiving a gift? I, I think first and foremost, with any love language that's not your love language, okay, mm-hmm. is um, it, it is is me trying to make you happy and bring you joy and show you I love you and doing something that might maybe. make me uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, maybe <laughs> I love you. Um, so with that is like, um, you know, for, for me, you know, some of the, some of the things I do uh, are, I'm, I'm, I'm not big on acts of service, but I do a lot of acts of service. Which luckily neither am I. Right. So, so it works I'll, out really I'll great. I'll do some stuff as far as acts <laughs> of service for her. Yeah. And, you know, she doesn't even comprehend I'm doing it out of my heart and right. I'm doing it because I love her right um so when it comes to gifts you know someone that might resent gifts or it's so low on the totem pole mm-hmm. they don't understand it and we we've seen this with other relationships is mm-hmm. where they don't celebrate their anniversary they don't celebrate birthdays they right. don't they don't they don't really do anything in the gift category and uh yet and, one and, of the two I, and here's, here's, here's the thing though it's either because Neither of them really, it's not big on their list or one of the people is coming in with some baggage when it comes to gifts and there's pain associated. And so then one person maybe even isn't expressing, hey, I would love this. This would honor me, but I get where we're at. 
So I think having some level of communication or maybe making a list with your partner of what would mean something to you and then just kind of using that as your guideline like kids make like wish lists. I think treating it that way because I know certain things to avoid with you that you would not enjoy and I know other things that maybe you wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, I feel so loved but it would be a good way to shower you with a gift. Yeah, and, and, and some you know. examples. Let's just kind of talk some examples of right. gifts. Uh, okay. So gifts could be as easy as uh, we go to the beach and I collect up some sand and I take it back home and make a little, you know, picture, you know. Uh, so I think I did that for her. Um, <laughs> but I don't even think it was framed around a event or something. No. It was just something I think you just... Yeah, kind of put a picture of us there and at the beach. And, and so me. it was, uh, you know. So it's very sweet. It's the sentimental. Didn't, yeah. didn't cost much. Right. Um, but it, it meant a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, other gifts you can give somebody, you know, you, you might see them. Like, she she never had a watch, okay? Um, and, you know, getting her a watch or something would have been something that, oh, okay. Uh, it's really kind of, it's honestly, it's it, like we talked at the beginning, communication with the other partner. Mm-hmm. But uh, most importantly is listening. You know, and when, when I turn the corner and I'm like, oh, my, you know, my earphones don't work, you Mm know, well, you put a mental checklist. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get him earphones, you know, and it's, it's hard sometimes with some people, um, because they're really proactive on getting themselves their thing. Like she'll turn the corner, she'll say something broken. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get her that. And then like the next day it's showing up on the the front door and I'm like, oh, I'll take that back off the list. Thank you, Amazon. No, but I, I think that's like, you make a really good point is um, if somebody's really difficult to buy for, whether it's because they have a bad attitude or because they're good at if they need something, they go and just buy it, then I think you kind of have to go less need-based and more um, like a desired thing. Like I heard somebody once give the advice to their son, like don't don't ever get a girl something she needs, needs but yeah. something that sparkles, you know, and it's silly and it could sound materialistic, but the idea is – Bless her with something she wouldn't buy for herself. Right. Don't go buy a vacuum cleaner, yeah. you know. And so, listen, it was a really nice vacuum cleaner. <laughs> you never I mean, she, a vacuum cleaner. She acts like, oh, she doesn't use it. Okay, I we have use it all we the have time. two Roombas. We don't need a vacuum, <laughs> and they're named. Yeah, we, we did name our Roombas. <laughs> it, we uh, both can, we both brought, brought one to the relationship. Yes, uh, Alice. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Alice uh, why and, can't uh, I think of the other one? Uh, they're one uh, the, Jetson and the, uh, the other. Housekeeper uh, from is. some show. Rosie? She's not the good yeah, Rosie. Yeah. Rosie's not very good at cleaning. She's no, Rosie. That's a, why we forgot about her. She gets stuck all the time under the bed. That's yeah. what Rosie's job is <laughs> to go hide from us for three weeks till we can find her. Um, okay, so in a nutshell, um, know your love languages. Take the test. Understand mm. what your love languages are. Your 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 primary or your dominant, your secondary, your third. Um, communicate that to your partner. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and uh, make sure that uh, you also know what their love language is. Um, but but don't think for a moment love language when you say love language it's only relevant for your partner or your your companion Mm -hmm. it's also in so many ways your friends Mm -hmm. uh it works with your work partners okay Mm -hmm. um so, you know, when it comes to like, uh, you know, touch, don't be running around your office giving everybody hugs and kisses. Yeah. Uh, you'll probably have to take to, talk to HR. <laughs> but, um, but do know that if someone's love language in your office is it's words gifts. of affirmation, yeah. you know, um, or gifts, yeah. uh, just know what their love language is because it, it's universal. And this is like definitely not common in workplace, but because I worked in a ministry, we actually had to fill out like a survey for everyone on staff. So we would just know basic things like what's your favorite coffee drink or dessert or so we just had like ideas and I think that's helpful for the people around you is kind of take a little bit of an inventory check of like what would mean something to them 
Um, and just I think the big thing that I would want to communicate from this particular episode is just if this is broken for you, don't leave it broken. Like figure out ways to fix this yeah. because there are people around you that can benefit from you being generous and it can restore joy for you. And for them. And yeah. for them. And so I think this is something that no matter where you fall on the scale, we can all get better at. Yeah. Maybe you need a crazy weird challenge of a theme because you really get into this. Or maybe you just need to start small and find out what would mean something to your partner. And then just go do that with a joyful, cheerful spirit. Yeah. And that, that's really where this all comes down to is you, you do this from your heart. Yes. You put thought into it. Yes. And, um, you know, and, and when it comes to someone's love language, it's important and it's vital for your relationship to last. Yeah. And for them to be happy is if they're getting their, their, their love language is filled. Mm -hmm. um, and, but don't get mad at them when you're not a gift person. They're giving gifts. Um, you just have to understand that is them demonstrating their love to you. True. You know. True. Um, so, you know, uh, in yeah. a nutshell, that's that's gifts. And, and comment below of the best gift you ever gave or received. I'm so curious. Yeah, and I'm curious what's the worst one you gave. <laughs> so, um, thanks again, guys. Appreciate you guys having uh, your time given to us so we can discuss these many, many topics. Uh, until next time, we'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs>